and we are live. This is the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends podcast. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm your host. I'm the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. I have my co-host, Amy Radowski, and very special friend, Emma McQuaid, joining us. How are you, Emma? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm great. I think I can just sit here and listen to your accent for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Irish accent. Oh, you might get sick uh, of it if you can't understand me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. So you are a four-time CrossFit Games competitor, now going into your fourth. Um, yeah. In the year of the rookie, what's it like to feel like a veteran? Um, yes, I didn't really, really think of it like that. I, I kind of still class myself as like fairly new into the game scene, um, even though I've been there a couple of times. But um, no, it is, it's is—it's really cool. And um, it's awesome to see like the, the younger generation coming through and like, I think this is probably the the most rookies have went to the games ever. Um, like it's crazy how many have qualified from Europe alone. Um, I think we've got four this year, so that's that's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, I think on both sides it's like twenty some rookies. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, yeah, it just shows like the the depth the the depth in the field and the sport is just growing and growing every year. So, um, it's just it, it's awesome all around to see. And I think COVID like hit everybody for a while um, because they couldn't go do live competitions and not get that experience under their belt. Now that it's opening up and they're getting a few competitions under their belt, they're starting to do better. Oh yeah. Big time. I think like, um, you know, we all kind of lack that competition experience. Um, obviously like I was um, like the rest of the games athletes, we were online for, like doing the games online, doing everything online, doing even semifinals last year online. And, um, you know, it was crazy. But um, I just think some people probably took more advantage of that if they were like, I'm flying under the radar here. I'll take a big long off season. I'll work on my weaknesses uh, more in depth, not really focused about competitions. Um, and now whenever they're allowed to compete, now they're just like, they're shining through. Um, so I think people probably took advantage of COVID in that way. And not having the competitions, it, it can also be a good thing. So your first yeah. year at the games was 2019, right? Yep. And then you, yeah, then 2020 was online for for the games at virtual. Yep. Okay. So what was your, what did you find the experiences different between 2019 and 21? Oh, like 2019 was the year of all the crazy cuts. Um. So. Like, I honestly, I didn't enjoy one minute of my first games experience. Um, It just felt like you were so stressed out waiting to, am I going to make the first, I think it was like 85 people was like the first cut. And then I was like, okay, I've done that. Now what's the next cut? What's the next number? And you just kind of were like just chasing numbers and chasing the leaderboard. And it just wasn't fun. Where in 2021, I literally just went and I was like, I finished like, 32nd in the first workout swim workout it was like oh that was terrible and then it was like uh, the second workout was ring muscle ups and I was like oh finish second and I was like oh well that was cool it's kind of like a yo-yo yo-yo first day but it wasn't like <laughs> stressful that I'm yeah. going to get put out in this first event it was just like obviously I tried my hardest I'm just not a great swimmer like so but I, I didn't feel like oh well this is my this is my weekend over if I don't do well in this workout so um I just kind of enjoyed like taking each workout as it came and just kind of like I 
just climbed the leaderboard from from day one onwards kind of thing um it was just more enjoyable not having the stress you could just go and compete and have fun and do your best in every workout so you say you're not good at swimming but isn't ireland kind of like an island yeah but like it's really cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, it's also like i don't know if you can see but it's also absolutely lashing down outside so um yeah you try and swim in that so yeah we don't like our, our water is like like i got into the lake two weeks ago and the lake was contaminated and i was sick for two days um so it's like because like the warmer it was slightly warmer and then we had like loads of rainfall and then the lake got quite bad i didn't know obviously I went in anyway, so I was sick for two days, and then I'm like, "Oh, this is this is a great start." So I was going to start um, sea swimming because hopefully it'll be a little bit like cleaner than obviously the lakes. I mean, um, you never know. I mean, last year people. I mean, maybe that's a good decision because people were getting sick in the lake last year. Oh uh, well, in well, I don't know if it's like a clue if, or they could be throwing us off. But obviously, the games posted a video of a swimming pool there, yeah. so we're kind of yeah. hoping now potentially it's a swimming pool. So I'm just going to throw all my eggs in the basket there and just keep pool swimming um, and try and not get sick again and waste days training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so our co-host Charlie is saying, talk about games prep when you're yeah. trying to get the contaminated water out of the as part of your games prep. Yeah. Um, I, I really like that, that aspect of things, but um, I want to talk about your, your before CrossFit career, which was quad racing. Yep. And and is that like like four wheelers, like ATV four wheelers? Yep. ATV four wheelers, yeah. And with an open top? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like motocross bikes. It's the exact same concept, but only it's four wheels. And it and it's done like on a motocross track with jumps and all that stuff. Yeah. How old were you when you started? Uh six years old. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I raced when I was six until I was twenty four. Okay. And then obviously, and that, yeah, yeah, and that that life is um, living out of trailers all the time, right? Ah, uh, no, it's a no. <laughs> it's just like a normal life. Only just you went, and uh, we just drove to the racetracks every weekend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so here in the life. states, here in the states, they drive trailers to the racetrack for the weekend, and they stay inside them. Yeah. So yeah, like obviously, because like you have such a bigger commute. That's why, but in Ireland, we our, our longest drive oh. is in Northern Ireland. Like our longest drive would be ninety minutes, and then in Southern Ireland, our longest drive would be like three and a half hours. So you just wake up early in the morning, drive to the track, and drive home. Mm -hmm. Oh, very cool. So I've seen yeah. your your CrossFit Journal, um, you know, little documentary piece where it talks about your quad racing and um, your husband and. Yeah. Did you guys meet doing that together, or did you were you dating and then started racing together? Uh, no, we met we met through through quad racing. Um, so yeah, so like I've I've known David from I was I think he started he started racing a lot later than I did. So he probably would have been like 15, 14, 15 when he started. So I would have been. I think we both raced in the same class for two years in the youth. And then we moved into the adults together, uh, both at like 16. He, I think he moved just one year before me. 
he was slightly older um, and then we raced together for I would say maybe like six years before we actually got together so we did so like I've known him I known him a long time yeah and you made it all the way to the premier championships yeah so like it's called like the premier in in Ireland so like I I think I'm one of only two females to ever make it into the premier in Ireland um I'm the only female ever to win win a win a Ulster championship race and the only ever female to like obviously uh win an overall in in Ireland as well and then I've raced in the British championships which is in the UK um I've also podiumed at a British championship um which is pretty cool and I raced a professional over in America. I did one pro race at Loretta Lynn's in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, I did. Okay. So yeah, and I won that as well. <laughs> so, um, so that was pretty cool. I only done like it was. It's my first time ever racing all women, because um, usually I race guys at home. So, would you share with our listeners about how? Uh, you know, I, I mentioned I've seen the documentary, but for our listeners who may not have heard, could you could you briefly kind of talk about what happened, um, and then how you then found CrossFit with that situation? Uh, yeah. So basically, I actually just we just just literally got home from uh, the the United States um, from me racing, and um, then it was literally the week after. So like literally five days later, David had his accident. We were both racing. Um, at a local track in the Ulster Championship race, and David was actually behind me for the probably the first time ever, and uh, I was kind of waiting for him to come come alongside me and pass me. And the next thing, the track, the race was was stopped. There was just a red flag. I looked behind me. I was like, "Oh no, David's not here." So obviously, I didn't think the worst because like you can have a crash or whatever, break a leg or something, and you're like, "Fine." Um, so I like cut across the circuit, uh, got to David, and he, he literally just uh, said, take Emma away from me. And I was like, oh, shit, something's like, something's wrong if he doesn't want me there. And, um, yeah, literally said there and then to the paramedics, he couldn't feel his legs. And then met myself, I'm still my best friend now, um, Mark, myself and him and a couple others, like we, we walked David down the track in a stretcher and that was me and him and his family off to off to the hospital and we were there for six six to eight weeks and a couple operations and stuff and obviously he was like that was him then paralyzed um and obviously still no no feeling from his from his waist down so he's been in a wheelchair from 2012 who mm-hmm. is so david would have been like the Matt fraser of quad racing um kind of thing mm-hmm. in 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 ireland and the uk so he was at the, he was at the top of his game and everyone everyone was chasing him down. So um it was obviously a good person to be with and we just kind of like helped each other through through the whole thing then and quite the other side and we're we're here now. So does he participate in any of the adaptive CrossFit nope. classes? Okay. After after his accident, like he trained so hard for his sport and he put everything into his sport at the time. As soon as he finished, he was like, I'm done. <laughs> and he hasn't really trained since. And that's fine. That's just, he, he put everything into his sport at the time. Mm-hmm. And he can't do his sport anymore. So he's not doing any more training. And that's just him. But he's, he supports me. He's in the gym with me. Like, mm-hmm. 
every evening after work he's with me so he's still in the gym he's not training but he's still there and he still supports me so that's that's a good thing yeah we all know that um, crossfit is a community that rallies around other athletes does that happen in like quad sports and like we had quite a lot of support and stuff once david had his crash but we kind of just shut everyone out because it was a very difficult time for us and the family and um we just we just kept the family only in in the hospital for nearly about five weeks um so uh yeah it was just it was just different difficult circumstances like it was life-changing and uh, it doesn't matter how many people want to come and see you for support i don't really think anyone understands but you're close-knit uh and we don't. We just kept it family for for quite a quite a while. So we did. Uh, but like everyone, like everyone messaged and we're we're amazing. It's just we we just kept it just to ourselves. And that's very understandable. Um, do you do you ever miss that sport at all now that you've switched over to CrossFit? Ah uh, yes. Yeah, so like last <laughs> September, uh, straight out. Well, uh, straight after the games, I intended on riding the quad straight away but I got COVID so I was actually stuck in the house for a month because I got COVID and then as I had started testing negative then David took COVID and he started testing positive so we ended up I isolated for my 10 days and then I re-isolated for his 10 days so we were like stuck in the house for like over like three and a half weeks um so as soon as I could get out of the house and I had the energy, I I raced the quad again over in Scotland. Um, so we did a, a two-day race and yeah, it was so much fun. But like, I never felt so unathletic in my life because <laughs> I was couldn't even hold on to the quad for the entire race. I was so, so tired and everyone kept saying, but you're so fit. Why can't you do this? And I was like, it's totally different. <laughs> um, so it's just yeah. so physical. Um, but yeah, I intend on going straight back onto the quad as soon as the race season's over. I already have my eye on um, a two-day race in Southern Ireland in Wexford. So that's the sec- third week in September. Um, so I want to do that. So hopefully I come home, no COVID, and I can get straight back <laughs> on the quad. Uh, get myself like a wee bit more prepared for this next race. Do you ever just ride around for enjoyment? No, it's it's like CrossFit. You're either in or you're out. No, I like the the cool bikes. It's 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 not like that. Um, it's like motocross. It's um, if you're out, you're out to you're out to ride. And I think if you're riding around for fun, that's usually when you get hurt. Um, it's, it's not a, it's not really a sport where it's like, I'll just go out for fun. Um, like you have to train for it. You have to be riding the quad and it's, I don't like if, if you haven't been to a quad race, you don't understand like how physical it is. It's, it doesn't matter how fit I am. If you haven't been on the quad, um, you're just, you're, you're going to be beat up. Well, one of the things you mentioned was, and I hadn't thought about it though. I mean, of course the grip strength and, but the core strength and the leg strength for just stabilizing and squeezing the the quads on the quad. Like that's like, it's, about that. the only way I can explain it to someone is like, 
the physical like you you kind of have that physical like muscular fatigue of mm-hmm. the likes of Murph or Cindy where you're just doing the same constant thing over and over and over again but then it's the heart and lungs of doing a 20 minute walk test three times in one day because wow. our races are 20 minutes plus one lap and um, so you're essentially on the quad at max effort for like 22 to 23 minutes and you do three of them in one day so it's really really physical yeah and i think that's why like i was kind of decent at crossfit because i had that kind of capacity and that mental grind for the longer workouts yeah so coming into crossfit did, did then was it harder for you to sprint or because you like those longer durations and well my body type is is the is to go fast so like for, that's why on the quad whenever i ride i need to ride the quad to get like fit for the quad if that makes sense mm-hmm. because my body yeah. isn't the sam briggs looking to go for 20 30 minutes 40 minutes my my uh my workload is like 90 seconds two minutes to three minutes um so for me the the longer quad like the longer t- time on the quad bike was always i needed to do it to get better at it if that makes sense so no the 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 longer workouts i just have like the mentality for it i definitely don't think i have anything like physical i just have the mentality and but i have like the the physical capability of like going like faster and shorter but obviously my coaches changed that and now i'm kind of like that that middle ground athlete i think (laughs) So you have the grit. You just need to work on the, or build, build up the endurance for whatever yeah. the activity is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When I read somewhere, when you first came into CrossFit, if there was something you were bad at or something you needed to learn, you did that every single day. And that's, that's what you would do in quad racing, right? You just had to ride to get better. Yeah. Yeah. But pull-ups so, not the same. Um, so like obviously couldn't do pull-ups or toes of our hands. I couldn't do anything. Um, so like straight away, I bought myself a skip and rope. I was do- trying to do double unders every day. Um, we actually still have the pull-up bar in our old work garage um, where David made for me to try and learn my pull-ups. Um, so yeah, I'm like, whenever I try to do something, like I just go all in. Um, but then I learned the hard way because I was like, oh my God, my shoulders hurt so bad. I'm like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't try and do pull-ups every day for like a month. <laughs> And with that, you learned about overtraining. And at what point did did you seek guidance on how to get better? Um. So, like, I obviously like like the gym. I I initially started out in. Like, we had like a, we had a great coach there and stuff, and we actually had like loads of like great like people around us. But I suppose like like everything in the sport was just not develop, developed at the time. So. We, everyone was kind of still learning together so it was like you want to do pull-ups yeah let's just do pull-ups you just did pull-ups to learn pull-ups it wasn't like oh we'll build strength and core strength and everything else and i was like rowan okay just need to get better at rowing i'm just gonna do rowing intervals um so yeah and like it, it kind of took me it kind of took me until i got shoulder surgery in 2016 when i was like really really broken and i was in agony i I literally couldn't even tie my hair. Like I was in so much pain. Yeah, I competed at regionals that year, and I just remember doing the overhead squat. Well, trying to warm up for the overhead squat workout, 
not even knowing if I could overhead squat the weight when I got on, out onto the floor. Um, I didn't do the weight in the warm-up area. And at that point, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, this is pointless. I'm going out onto that floor. I don't even know if I can squat the weight. And, like, I remember, like, Sarah, Sigmund's daughter, there's actually a really cool picture. Um, she was there cheering me on at the end. And, like, it didn't matter who was there. I was like, my shoulder will not stabilize this bar <laughs> kind of thing. And I was like, I never want to feel like this again. Um, obviously there's going to be workouts where you're going to be last and that's, that's fine. But whenever you know your body has just completely stopped working, like it, there, there's nothing as bad as that. And I just felt, I just felt so deflated in 2016. Like I just like in training, training had been a lot better than how I competed. And it was just through my shoulder. Um, I actually got the surgery on the Thursday straight after that regionals in 2016. Um, and then after that, I was like, right, I am not making this mistake again. And just started warming up properly and um, started going to a regular physio and just started doing what they said versus getting it and then looking at it and be like, oh, that'll take too long and not doing it. Um, so I think like, I think like you have to make mistakes in this sport to, to get better and, um, I think through every mistake or setback, you, you just come back stronger from it. So when did you reach out to James Jowsey? Uh, so we started working together after regionals in 2017. Um, so we did. I just like, I, it was actually, I had my surgery first straight after regionals. And then obviously Sam Briggs, she made the games and did the games. And then she reached out to out to me and she was just like oh i've seen you've had success with your shoulder and um, i need to get mine done and i she's like i can't get in with a surgeon and i was like well if you want i can sort you out with my surgeon so she flew over to ireland and basically we've been like yeah trained together everything ever since um so i then started training a wee bit more with her in that 2016 2017 off season and I just I went to Denmark over to James Jousey and Red Pill actually had a, a seminar. I think it was probably one of the first like CrossFit seminars they've done. Uh, both me and Briggs went over and I just really liked their style. And I was like, do you mind taking on another one? <laughs> so it's just kind of like it made sense. Like if me and Sam were going to start training together, it made sense that we were we were getting coached by the same coach. Um, and it, it just kind of happened quite um just all fell into place quite well. So I, I love the fact that you and Sam are turning partners. You, you've seemed to become great friends as well. Yeah. And um, from what I understand, and every time I have met Sam, she's just an amazing person and very easy and very likable and easy to get along with. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. So, so easy going, um, funny, and just it's kind of like we're very very similar we just we take our training serious but we love to have fun in between and that's what i love yeah. about this sport is that you can train with and become friends with your competitors like yeah. people who are you competing against but you also you know you might want to beat them in a workout but you also want to see them succeed and i think that's one of the great things about this sport yeah oh i think it's awesome it's even like you know, the, the last chance qualifiers and stuff like, um, like I did the workouts for a couple of athletes and, you know, shared scores and shared advice and stuff. Cause it's like, um, I'm like, I want to see you at the games. Yeah. So if I can help you, like, I'm going to help you. 
Um, so like like it's it's great. No, it is. Um, and like I know other athletes did that as well for for people in the last chance qualifier. And um, I just think like that side of the sport is really cool. Yeah. The last time I saw Sam, she was not easygoing. Oh. <laughs> I uh, I was I was actually so she was visiting Columbus, Ohio. I was at my gym where it's owned by Christy O'Connell. Okay, yeah. And so I was doing my open workout. During the <laughs> middle of that open workout, Sam walks in and I was not going fast enough for her liking. <laughs> and she came over and I think and you were resting. Me. I think you I were was re- I was. I was a resting. 10-minute workout. That's what it was. And she's like you need to get that bar off the ground now. <laughs> she's she's encouraging. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because and it actually, it's yeah. one of my favorite memories ever. I mean, how many people get coached by Sam Briggs in the middle of an open workout? Exactly. Exactly. It's awesome. Yeah. Coached, yelled at, same thing. Motivated by. Exactly. Yes. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great time. And afterwards, she was like, I just knew that you could pick up the bar. You didn't need any more rest. And I was encouraging you. And I was like, okay, you're right. I could have. If that's what you call it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you guys train together, do you ever do the online portions of events together? Um, so I actually got Sam to fly in for semifinals uh, last year. So we did the whole semifinals online together. Um, so we did quarterfinals separate because i was like like that we just need to make like the top 60 um i was like there's no point us like pushing each other for a stage that's not the stage that we need to push each other for and um i just know like uh well i, I could have flew to her but i just know like my physio and stuff linda is just like amazing she knows me and she knows sam inside out and then obviously like joyce our coaches in the uk so He's closer to us as well if we needed that. And I've got like my indoor setup, my outdoor setup. And I was just like, look, I think it's best that you come to me because I just have like everything that we need to succeed in the sport. So, and she was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> and took your flights and yeah. off she came. So, uh, and like it, it worked out, it worked out so well for the two of us last year. Obviously, both of us qualifying. So, um, yeah, it was it was awesome. We actually had a team um, last year doing the semi-final stage as well online. So, um, so it was really good fun. Me and her went, and the team went. Me and her went, the team went. So it was a really good weekend, um, and it was just really enjoyable overall. Yeah, and now she's she's done, which we never thought that day would come. Yeah. Um, but she's off doing the thing she loves, which is back as a fire fire person. Yeah, and uh, we're hoping that she. She does well there. Let's talk about your games appearances because you keep getting better <laughs> year after year after year. And, um, and I don't know like if that is because you started so late because quad racing was such a big part of your life. You didn't actually start CrossFit competitively till 24. Uh, 24. Yeah. Well, I not competitively. I only find it at 24. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I did. And then I didn't a couple really... years. Yeah, 2016, so like 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. But last year at the games, you finished 12th, which yeah. is your best finish. You went 20th, 19th, and then 12th. Um, then I noticed this year. Sorry. No, that's okay. 
I noticed this year you finished second in the open in Europe, second in quarterfinals, second at strength and depth. Yeah. So does that mean second at the games? <laughs> that would be like the, the perfect story, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> no, I just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how the games will go. Like I know I'm probably um, fitter than I've ever been. I'm stronger than I've ever been and I'm healthier than I've ever been. So those three things are good good to go together so with just now staying healthy right through to the games and we'll just see how it goes what would it mean to finish top 10 honestly like it was a goal last year and it's remains the goal it's it's wrote on my board um i don't know if you've ever seen like i every year i write up my like goals and that goal has stayed the same um but just yeah, it would just be a year of hard work and it would be the results that I'm just looking for. Um, like, yeah, I just like for me every year, it's just a, a stepping stone. Like if it's if it's 10th place, I'm the happiest person on earth. If it's ninth place, I'm also the happiest person on earth. But just anywhere inside that top 10, I, I believe I am a top 10 athlete and I really, really want to start pushing and showing I am. So Kat said she was so impressed with your pegboard event from 2021. Oh, thank you. Excuse my and then, husband. And then uh, those heavy deadlifts looked so easy for her. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I don't deadlift all year round. I'm like, that's 100% the truth. But I'm just relatively good at deadlifts. I don't know why, because <laughs> we don't deadlift. Um and then the pegboard is all down to my husband because he replicated and made me a pegboard the same as the games one. So I have one in my gym. So that makes a big difference. So coming into this season, um, you went to Waterpalooza. Yep. Decided to win that. <laughs> I think that was just um, lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great off season for you, right? Because you as, a, as athletes are trying to earn money. You're trying to support yourselves through this whole thing. And when you can win one of the big three off-season events, that helps tremendously. Oh, yeah, massively. Um, yeah, like it, it just went straight into my gym fund. I'm like, like building a gym anyway. So it just made, made the load a lot lighter. Um, so it just meant we were actually able to make the gym slightly bigger, which is pretty cool. So, um, so yeah, that definitely, that was perfect timing to win that it wasn't like it wasn't on the cards at all i think just all the all the chips aligned at the right time and we made it happen bruce wayne says watching her at wazo was amazing yeah <laughs> thank you so are you when you're not training are you being a personal trainer um very lightly yeah. <laughs> so i've i've had the same grip of uh, guys from I would say this last 10 years and I just I keep training them so that's just like it's called just the five 545 boys and um, so they've trained at 545 for I would say easily the last eight to ten years most of them have all been with me they're all motocross guys quad racers um, and like mountain bike so yeah I just train my boys and I, that's it I don't train any crossfitters don't do anything like that so that's the only PTs I take. And then off the, the bat of the boys, then I have the 
the 5 p.m. girls, which is the girlfriends of the boys. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, so I've got the girls group at 5 and they've got the boys at 5.45. Um, <coughs> there you go. Oh, yep, yeah. you're good. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's that's all I do. Um, I do online coaching. So okay. that's that's the side I do for CrossFit. Um, and, yeah, so not, not a huge amount of work, but enough that... I still, I love it. I love yeah. training my boys and my girls. And then I enjoy the online side of coaching CrossFit then. Yeah. And you said you're building a gym. Is that a home gym or to be like an affiliate? Uh, no, it's it's a home gym, but it's probably going to be as big as an affiliate. <laughs> um, so uh, I just was sick of like having to, well, obviously one, I have an outdoor gym, but it's in Northern Ireland. So <laughs> The weather's not always that great. And I'm literally, I'm sick of doing handstand walks and legless rope climbs or rope climbs in the rain. And I I said to my, my husband, I was like, right, we need to build a gym. So we've been like putting in for planning permission for quite a while. So it actually only came through the day I arrived in Texas for Rogue. We actually only got our planning permission. So um, then it was obviously winter time. So we've only really kind of got started about four weeks ago. Um, so yeah, it's not going to be, I think I might affiliate it so I can compete from it, but it's not going to be an affiliate for public. Mm -hmm. Still training just your, your little crews. Just my week crew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, that's cool that, that Wadapalooza helped fund that and it it makes it your dream gym. Um, which is really cool. Yep. All I you wanted seem was so... <laughs> all I wanted was twenty five meters for handstand walks. Um, <laughs> so and you're getting a whole gym out of it. <laughs> yeah. So we were we were originally at twenty meters, and then whenever I won water blues, I was like to David, I was like, "Can we go twenty five now?" And he was like, "Fine." <laughs> Maybe so, if you can just top ten finish at the games, you can go thirty. Uh, it's the steel works just put up today so i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) that that's that's uh the remodel in in a couple years after a couple top tens i think that that will be a divorce oh okay let's not do that let's not let's do that i i promise this was the last project so i think we'll go with that he wants to he wants to like put hedges in and like do a bit of gardening after this. So I was like, okay, we'll do that next. Trees and hedges. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So strength and depth this year was quite the battle between you and Jacqueline Dahlstrom. Yeah. And looking at, at the finishes, like event one, she finished six, you finished seventh. Event two, you finished first, she finished second. Yeah. And then three, you tied for fourth. <laughs> yeah. And then fourth, she finished fourth. You finished fifth. And yeah. then Sunday, she got a little bit ahead of you beyond that. Yeah. I know in the press conference with CrossFit, you said the advice you would give to a young athlete is to stay in your own lane, do your own thing, and don't get caught up to the people around you, and that you didn't follow your own advice. <laughs> yeah. It's always – it's <laughs> – it's easy to give advice, but following it's a different story. <laughs> so, yeah, especially when you're a competitor. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, like it was one of those things. Like, if I had stuck to my plan on the rope climb workout, I think the outcome of the weekend could have been different. But I took a risk. I seen Jacqueline jumped. I jumped as well. I got a no rep. I had to go halfway down. I luckily didn't clamp my legs. So I went, I was on the way down and she called no rep. So I had to start climbing back up and re tap. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. I was, it was one of those things. It was worth the risk. It ended up, I finished like seventh in that workout and it uh, should have been like probably at least a second or a third in that workout. I think it cost me like over 10 seconds. Uh, it was even more, I think it was nearly 12 seconds by the time I got back up. So yeah, it happens. That is, I don't regret it. I was, I'd rather try now and yeah. kind of thing because on, on, day, on day three, like it obviously was never given, but um, things were, were obviously looking fairly good for that for second or third spot. So you were, you were a quad racer where in racing, you have to be aware of everybody around you. Yeah. And now you're in CrossFit where you want to stay in your own lane. How hard is that to turn off? I can't like, I, I could, I could tell you every single time anyone tripped on their first workout. So I could like, I remember saying to Joyce, it was like, Oh, Jacqueline got, onto the double unders 13 reps ahead of me i closed her in and she tripped i gained like six reps on her she tripped again i gained another four reps on her like i was literally able to like record every single Mm. thing and he was like how do you do that in the middle of doing that and i'm like guys whenever you're going 50 mile hour around a quad track with other people around you i'm like whenever you're slow-mo in the moment it's very easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so like I I am quite good at being like quite aware in in the CrossFit workouts because obviously the quad racing you're you're going at you know 40 50 60 mile an hour into corners and there could be one a quad in front of you and a quad behind you and you're like blocking behind but also trying to get in front so you have to be quite aware all the time. I hate to do this Amy. Yeah. I'll be right back. My but my battery's dying on my laptop. Oh my gosh! Okay, that that's closer. okay. You're fine. So here, Cat, our co-host, is commenting. She says it's like me counting everyone's no reps in class while I'm working out. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Um, so after that week, after that event happened, and you know, you you got the the second place. How did you celebrate? uh that weekend and then how much time did you take off like to kind of recover and recompose uh yeah so we actually we were we were stuck in drug tests until like quarter past nine um so uh we actually asked drug tests and they are like the girls that had to stay with us we were like would you mind if you came back to our hotel we got short and changed and came back to drug testing got tested and then we went out <laughs> she was like <laughs> Well, technically, we're still with you the whole time. So, yeah. So, we, me and Sam, with the two chaperones, walks back to our hotel. Obviously, I go into my room. She goes into her room. Yeah. The chaperone's there. We got showered. We've got changed. Yeah. We, we head back to drug testing. So, we were in, like, our jeans and our tops and stuff, all ready to go out. So, as soon as we got te- um, tested, it was like, Boom, off we go. Right. So, <laughs> it was quite funny, like, because uh, we came back into the room and we were like all changed and 
everyone was like, what, what did you do? We were like, we asked them just to go. Could we? And then it was uh, so uh, she was like, can you come back to me, to my hotel? So then the chaperone had to go back to her <laughs> hotel. So we kind of started the trend. Um, but yeah, basically all, all like my crew, there was about 25 of us. We all went to uh, the hotel my husband was staying at. We all got food. We had a couple of drinks and we just had, um, just had good, good chat the whole night. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just nice. We kind of, we were the only people in the whole bar. We just reserved the whole back area. And it was just like all the people you wanted to be with and yeah. no one else. And it was, it was really nice. Yeah. And then so, how long did you take off for, to let your body recover before you started back at your games training? Uh, yeah. So I just took like that whole week and just kind of like chilled out. Um, I remember I did like a little bit of moving. I did some C2 bike and core on the Tuesday. Um, I did a little bit of rowing and running and some movement stuff on the Wednesday, Thursday. We did like a class ward on the Friday. I did class ward on Saturday, rest on Sunday, and then off we were. So it was only like 45 minutes a day for yeah. for that week. <clears throat> um, I just know like if I don't move, I get really stiff and sore. So mm -hmm. I just tried to move a little bit, but did like zero weightlifting and zero gymnastics, just like conditioning and uh, body, like just lunges and stuff, just good for your shoulders, health and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what does the next month look like getting ready for the games? Uh, well, my coach has officially moved in with me. So I would imagine it's going to be. Um... <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> You're on mute again. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, I don't know how much you got of that, but yeah, my coach has moved in with me. So I'd assume he's going to absolutely kick my ass for the next month. What do you do for um, nutrition? And like, do you have a nutrition coach or is your coach also just kind of part of your nutrition or are you just like, I just go based on how I feel? Uh, yeah, it's probably the wrong answer, but it's the right, right one for me. Um, I get my meals uh, freshly delivered twice a week. So it's a local um, like company, just fresh food, yeah. just fresh meat, fresh veg, fresh, uh, like either potatoes, rice or like noodles, some kind of carb source. Um, there's no rubbish in it. Mm -hmm. um i just eat good honest clean food and yeah as like the best thing my coach ever said to me was eat when you're hungry and don't eat when you're not mm -hmm. uh, and it's kind of worked for this last four years i feel good i feel i feel the best i've ever felt um i feel uh tracking macros adds more stress to my day which mm -hmm. i'd rather just put that energy in the training than tracking food so um i just think we're in this sport long enough to realize um you know what your body needs and what it doesn't need um i enjoy cheap cheap meals at the weekend mm -hmm. i'm not gonna deprive myself of living a kind of normal life and um, me and my husband go on date night at least mm -hmm. once a week Um again not be crazy i'll just have like maybe like a steak or um like salmon some like veg just it's nice to go out and just have like a wee bit of normality and um, yeah. I don't, I don't eat a lot of sugar in my diet. Um, the main sugar source is like obviously just like, uh, honey, fruit. Um, like we've like these little like like fruit bars, sort of like natural natural sugars. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't don't really take a lot of dairy in my diet just because my stomach doesn't like it. Um, but I'm not like full dairy free. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just don't have a lot of it. Um, and outside of that, like I eat everything and anything. Yeah. 
So when are you getting to the States? Um, so I fly out to Sam on the 21st of July. Um, so I think I fly on Thursday. So that's like typically like my rest day. So the way the flight is, I'm literally only have to get up like two hours earlier than normal. I'll do my cardio, head straight to the airport, onto the flight, and then I land with Sam around 9 p.m. So straight to bed and back into training on the, on the Friday morning. So no awesome. missed no missed hours training. So that's kind of it. Actually worked out quite well this year, time wise. That's great. So I also want to point out, you were the first Irish woman to qualify for the CrossFit Games. Yeah. So you said you were the first woman in the premiere to podium and to win yeah. and do all that, <laughs> and now you're the first Irish woman to qualify for the games. How much does that mean to you? Like, I think it's it's so good, you know. Like we have like a young teenager coming through. Um, she finished second at the games last year in the 14th, Lucy. Um, and I just think it's like it's so nice to have an Irish athlete like setting like the pathway. Um, obviously because I know she's she's coming in hot. Like, and whenever she ages up, I'm retiring because she's gonna kick my ass. Um, but um, like I just like I I always had like Sam Briggs as a role model because she was the closest to me in terms of she lives in the uk she's done it like i'm freaking doing this if someone from the uk can so can i where i think like you always like look at america and you're like oh my god like but they're just so good at everything and um, where whenever someone from like home makes it you're like i can do that too um, and it just gives you so much like energy and like encouragement it's like well if she can do it so can i so um i just love like there's so many young people coming through in the sport and I just hope like if I can help inspire them like I literally I was tight when I started so it's like I wasn't good so like um I just think it's through hard work I've got where I am so um obviously like a little bit of talent in there but it's mainly mainly hard work I wouldn't wouldn't class myself as a, a skillful athlete in any way so what do you look forward to the most at the games? Because it's so such a different test than everything else. You know, they have the odd objects, the strong man, the swimming, the outdoorness of it. What is your favorite aspect of going to the games? Um, like last year, I loved the, the pig workout because like that's just fun. Um, I love doing like the heavier workout into the yoke again. Like that's just like fun and like, how is this even like fitness it's just, like <laughs> enjoyable um so yeah like i love just like the odd things um and i think i'm good at the odd things because of just my sport it's like yeah just get from a to b and try and do it as quickly as possible kind of thing yeah. so yeah i just love like yeah the 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 not so much gym stuff because you get to do that all year round so getting to do the outdoor stuff is is fun you mentioned when Lucy gets to age up, you're retiring. How are you going to cope without competitiveness? Um, I think I'll be fine. Like I'm quite excited to um, either become a mom or um, continue to coaching, whatever whatever life throws at me. Like if I can become a mother, I would I would think I'd, I'd love that. Uh, I love kids, um, and if for some reason that can't happen, then I definitely think I'll throw all my energy into coaching athletes and try and bring as many athletes to the CrossFit Games and as I can. That's great. 
Um, I just, I look at you and your, like your whole life since six, it's been about competition. Yeah. And you're really good at it. And you beat a lot of people. Uh, so yeah, I just was wondering where that goes. Cause I, I never made it to the levels you did, but I have really hard time not being competitive. Yeah. But I'd be like, probably the worst competitive mom there would be those like <laughs> bring on sports day <laughs> my sister doesn't even tell me when sports day is now for my niece and nephew because she was like no you're too competitive they're not competitive and i'm like they should be <laughs> <laughs> so do you and your husband ever play like board games or cards or things like that at home uh, no i don't know we're not really into that at all um but Thankfully, from David Haddish crash, we aren't competitive with each other anymore. So that's that's kind of good because I never won against him. So I wouldn't expect I would win anything now. So, <laughs> so we played mini golf a couple of weeks ago. Um, and he was beating me until like the last like five holes. And I was like, right, I need to get my shit together. I was like, <laughs> you got to start training your mini golf. <laughs> so yeah, it's funny. Yeah. The funniest thing is when I had a, when my daughter was really young and I'm super competitive before. So she was playing soccer. My wife had a sit down with me, like, listen, <laughs> she's out there. You need to like, stay calm, not, not yell and scream. Just let her do her thing. And she was playing goalie and she, she covered up the ball and a girl kicked her. And my wife ran out on the field screaming and yelling <laughs> that someone kicked her baby. And I'm like, hey, I thought I was the one that was supposed to like calm down and but no, it was my wife that ended up running out onto the field. Yeah. Ooh, I, I think like David would be like hold me back by like a, a rope I'd be like held back. He'd be like, Emma, don't 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 well one thing we always talk about on here, because all of the, the co-hosts on here are parents, and we all talk about how we get more anxious watching our own kids compete than when we compete ourselves. So there's something about just, even though the outcome doesn't matter, it's because we're competitive and, and then watching somebody you love compete is it's so anxious producing. Yeah. Like my mom, my mom <laughs> can't watch me compete. Like she, I don't think she's ever watched a full quad race in 20 odd years that I raced. I don't yeah. think she could ever watch a race. So she'll she just see me going over the line and she'll be like, oh, well done, well done. Yeah. Uh, and my dad to see, and my dad, my mom and dad will end up in like the other side of the field, like while I'm racing. And they would just be like, is she okay? And then someone would just say, she's fine. Yeah. Uh, they, they could never really watch me. Oh. So they go, yeah. and David, David's the same. David <clears> can't watch me on the quad, but he can watch me doing CrossFit. Yeah. So yeah. he can. Um, again, it's just like that, so much safer as well. Sure. So it is. So yeah, he, yeah, it's funny how, how that works. Mm -hmm. Well, Emma, this has been a blast. Um, we're coming up on the hour, so I want to let you have your, your day back, but I want to thank you so much for jumping on with us. This has been so much fun. Well, thank you. Yeah. And yeah, and we will be in Madison. Awesome. So we will see you there. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs>